0: Welcome to the and Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. (laughs) You want to know something funny, Dave? Tell me. (laughs) Every single time you do the whole, hey, you know what I'm expecting to do one time? Do the hacksaw Jim Duggan, ho! Okay. (laughs) Dude, every time you do it, I'm just like, I hope in in one episode you'll just do now, the now well,
1: now now i now i know now it's now it's been made uh it's been made known that I, you want me to do it so i'll do it one day
0: i put it out there in the uh, in the universe yep. for you to when, do it one day when you just least expect me, it hit me with that what was did he give the other uh, thumbs up was that when yep. he was? he would oh! stick his
1: he would like stick his tongue out crookedly on the side of his mouth and go ho oh! carry and he a fucking
0: 2x4 yeah yo hacksaw jim duggan he's the man yeah he is man i told i met him oh yes yes i do i think you did tell me years ago you met but at monster mania or something yeah at
1: at some some horror convention uh in atlantic city with uh our friend mike and he was in the elevator and it took me a second and i was like hacksaw and then he was like yeah he's like yeah man and he was real intense. And he was really cool. He was really happy that I recognized him. It, it was a nice guy.
0: You didn't hit him with the hoe. <laughs> no, but, you should have just hit him with you know that what in I the did elevator. Do? You know what I did do?
1: I he was signing like in like the room where all the celebrities were, and I bought yeah. a fucking two by four and had him sign it.
0: That's where you have to show that to me. I did not, not like, know you had it. It's a, not like a giant oh. two by four, I thought it was but like it a is a two by, two by four. four. It's a smaller <laughs> one,
1: but I do have
0: it. It's signed by him. It's pretty cool. That is amazing. A little, A little fun fact about yeah. Dave. You own a piece there of wood go. with Hacksaw Jim Duggan's uh, signature on it. That's right. There you go. That, that's our intro. Very Halloweeny. talking pro wrestling. You're the, that, <laughs> you're the one that did this. I know i know i know i know i know but uh we're back with one of our uh, halloween mixtapes for the yeah. 2021 halloween season i'm stoked for and this uh if you're not familiar with this episode or what we do in these episodes uh because there's only been one previously dave and i basically make up a halloween playlist we call it a mixtape full of songs that we think you guys should listen to during the Halloween season. Right. And as of right now, we're very close to October. Very close. We're basically in the thick of it. We're it's it's for me, it's officially this is when Halloween it season. This is I Halloween agree. season for me. I, I totally agree. This is this is when you can start listening to ho- Your Halloween yeah, playlist. This is, it. This is when Are You Afraid decorating. the Dark starts
1: happening? This is exactly. when I'm going out on, you know, on rides and skates looking at Halloween decorations and shit. This is it. Like, dude, today, even driving home from work, the fucking car wash was decorating their, their, like, their, they do, like, a haunt inside their car wash. They were decorating it. So this shit is, like, I think, like, okay, I don't know if this will make sense. I think Halloween as a whole is on the same page now this early. Whereas yes. I feel like it was like here and there where people would, would decorate earlier and stores would have mm-hmm. stuff out. Now I feel this is literally the universal time. Everything is everyone and everything is doing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I, I that's just an observation.
0: I, I think this year Halloween is going to be a big deal just because of how shitty things Definitely. were last
1: year. You know, So
0: I think, People are going to be going all out. Halloween's on a Sunday, which isn't bad. It's a week. It's a That's weekend, cool. you know. Take it, yeah. You know, a lot of Halloween parties on Saturdays, I'm sure, and Friday, you know, that Friday before. So, yeah, I think this is the year that uh, us Halloween enthusiasts are going to kind of go a dude, little nuts because shit was on lockdown last dude, year for the most last, part. Last weekend, my
1: girlfriend and I were, were skating around. Uh, she lives in Pennsylvania. We're skating around i said i'm pretty sure we tagged you in the video we sent you like there's yeah yeah. there there was houses out that had those giant scale we saw two
0: i saw one recently too
1: (laughs) that 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 had the skeletons out and one house had the new one out for uh 2021 so we're like holy shit these people are already going like full out with this shit which i which we were so stoked it was so happy to see yeah we were so happy to see
0: it um yeah this is the time this is the time boy those uh those giant skeletons are super-duper popular. They're, they're really like, cool. sold out at, at, like, Home Depots and shit. I, mean, I right saw one. so. They're really cool. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. I saw one, I think, a week or two ago, myself driving somewhere. I forget where I was going. It was in Queens, though, so it wasn't far from yeah. me. Maybe 10 minutes from me. And someone had already had the skeleton by himself out. It looked like they were in the middle of putting up decorations. Right. So, like, they... They put him up first or her. We don't know what the, skeleton, what the sex of the uh, skeleton is. They sure. put the skeleton up and it looked like they had maybe started putting out their Halloween decorations. I always say if you love Halloween, like love, like us, you start decorating mid yeah. to late September, you know, mid-September the earliest just because I feel like that's when, you know, it just feels the most Halloween, even though here in New York – it has been currently very very hot Yeah. which doesn't feel like the autumn nope, but it does not. A few more weeks I think the uh the temperature will start to uh, But let's to drop. be real <laughs> here.
1: But let's be real here. October <laughs> is never really that cold over here. No. It hasn't
0: been in years.
1: No. It's usually never. in the high 60s to
0: yeah. to low 70s. <laughs> We've gone out to like haunts where we're both wearing like shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, and like shit a long still. sleeve. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Yeah, like you know, it's it's still not. It's not, not like cool. it's not cool. Not yet. even hoodie weather right. at, the, at this point. It's like not even that that chilly out. No. But yeah, we're we're in the thick of it again, and and we thought now, and I, and I believe we we recorded last year's Halloween mixtape episode around the same time. So just perfect perfect time to yeah. do it if I, I remember think this is a correctly. Good time to do it. So so. Last year, we I, I like I don't know if it was me or you, one of us. <laughs> I think we might have done it together. We kind of created a scenario to lead us into the playlist, into the mixtape, into what like what what's the situation, the imaginary situation, or it, it could be something that could happen, and technically, right. But what would be the uh, the scenario we'd be in when we're listening to this mixtape, this playlist? Like what, what would be what would be going on with us? And I and I wrote a little uh, a little diddly here not a diddly but a little a little uh, paragraph here right. of what we'd be doing and you can you can add to this Dave right. whatever you'd like. So I'm going to be so, so
1: before you get into that I'm going to yeah. be very honest with you. I approached this very uh, not very I would say just a little differently this year. So I I kind of gave information on all the songs that I chose. I kind of gave how I found out about them, um, Mm -hmm. what they remind me of, and I did make a scenario or two about some certain songs. So mine's a little jumbled all over the place, but I am looking forward to hearing your diddly.
0: (laughs) My diddly. Isn't a diddly a song or some shit? I don't even know. I'm not good with words. (laughs) So so here's the scenario, and then uh, Dave's little sprinkling... His little scenarios he has in his picks, we'll we'll add that to the overall sure. story we're creating here. So you and I and a couple of our uh, friends, let's okay. say, uh, to- Tommy Valley's say, with is, us. Is Tommy Valley involved? <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> of course. Tommy Valley's always there. Our uh, our ladies are there. Just Perfect. A, a group of friends. We got some people with us, you know. And we just finished up partying at a Halloween party, but this Halloween party is in the middle of nowhere we kind of just we just ended up there it's kind of we trooped it to get to this halloween party which we kind of actually did last year if you remember we went to our our friend tina's halloween oh party right, in right, right 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 yes, right shout out yes, shout yes, outs so. to
1: christina <laughs> yes. she had a really cool halloween party and she really like her house was really coolly decorated yeah. she had the giant skeleton yes um, she did she had a ton of food. We got to we got to judge Tommy Valley's pumpkin pie, which was very <laughs> yes. good. We it were skele- good. we were a skeleton crew, uh, yourself, yes. myself, and your girlfriend Andrea. Yeah. Um. What else?
0: That was a good trip. That was a fun it trip. Was.
1: So so thanks simma- thanks for simma- having us, Christina.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for having us last year. But yeah, so similar to that situation, we kind of you know we trooped it to this Halloween party. Dave, what, what costume are you wearing in this scenario? Off the top of your head, what are you wearing? Skeleton jumpsuit. <laughs> the classic the classic skeleton Always. jumpsuit. Always. Uh, this is what I'm wearing. This is what I came up with. I'm wearing a rubber skull mask okay. with matching skeleton gloves and a flannel shirt. So we're both, ske- we're, we're both skeletons. <laughs> Just different versions of skeletons. Sure. That's basically what we are. So, yeah, so, so we're several miles from home. We're, not, we're nowhere near home. And uh, it's maybe a two or three hour drive, let's say. So we're not close to our area. Kind of deep. Okay. And a buddy of ours, let's just blame this on Tom. Let's just say okay. it's Tommy fucking Tommy, Valley's, Tommy Valley's fault. Uh, Tom tells us about a party, another party he was invited to. But he doesn't know who the host is this honestly this sounds on brand with tom this actually could happen (laughs) this actually could happen with tommy valley i'm not mad about it though i'm not mad so yeah so so he doesn't know who's hosting this party he just knows that a friend of his who we've never met gave him the address and told him to swing by whenever very very mysterious and he also hasn't heard from his friend all night so we don't know where the fuck we're going it's all, right. all Tommy Valley who's he's that. the reason he's leading us to the promised land, to this this mysterious second Halloween party. So this mixtape we're creating right now in this episode is what we'd be listening to on the drive over to this mysterious okay, Halloween party. So I'm
1: gonna say one thing. The last song shoot and this is this yes. does not reflect how it's gonna be in the mixtape, because I like <laughs> to sequence the playlist very particularly. But of this actually kind of fits in great with the last song I have in my notes. So, yeah, I'm excited for this.
0: Perfect. Perfect. That, so that's, that's, that's the scenario. So, Dave, you hit us with your first pick.
1: So my first pick is by a band called False Figure, and it is the song Morning Star from the album A Promise End, which was released on June 11th, 2019. So for me personally, post-punk always has a spot on my playlist, and especially a Halloween one. This band mixes post-punk and death rock perfectly and makes me want to ride my BMX all over suburbia late at night in my skeleton jumpsuit, hoping (laughs) to run into some mischief. It's a quick little blurb about this one I highly recommend Checking that out I have the cassette of it I remember when it came out The cassettes were like Sought after Like super mm-hmm. hard um, They're really good And it's like a really good It's I, I, I'm trying to think of a really good way To describe this band So picture like the Chameleons But like harder yes. Like a harder edge Chameleons
0: it's like the chameleons and a little bit of, like, Christian death. Like, yeah, old Christian death. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Like, yeah. it, it still gets spin... You know, well, I shouldn't say spins. It still gets plays <laughs> for me. It's it's uh, it's uh a very good... Uh, it's an EP. I shouldn't even say it's an album. It's an yeah. EP. It's but, what, um, three songs,
0: right? Or four songs or four, like that? Four, four yeah. songs. Um,
1: yeah. I know it got... I'm pretty sure it got a vinyl release, too. Um, I just ca- I just stuck with the cassette. But, um... Yeah, false figure. I would highly recommend checking them out and the whole EP bangs. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's. My I first like the pick. cover
0: too. It's like a spider.
1: Yeah, it's like a spider, right? but like the like one of the arms or legs or like the front of like the face of the spider is like a human sticking out of it. I didn't notice it at first, and I was like, oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I didn't notice that either. I just saw the spider. It's like black and white with a spider on it. It, it is a cool cover, and it, it, the cover itself is kind of Halloweeny. So. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yep. Very very good pick. Sure.
1: What about you, Lou? What's your first pick?
0: So my first pick is the track Screaming in the Night by, I believe it's pronounced Crocus. And it's this Crocus. is from their, I think it's Crocus. I, I believe yeah, Crocus I so or Crocus? No, it's I, Crocus. I believe that's how you uh, pronounce it. If uh, I'm butchering it, sorry, Crocus. But, <laughs> but it's from their 1983 album, Headhunter, which is the band's seventh album. Dude, this band was around for a hot minute
1: yeah they up were. until
0: this point which is kind of crazy uh it's basically an eighties power ballad song and it's the band's most popular song so like you'll still hear this pop up on like classic rock stations even though it <clears throat> even though it has more of a the song's great kind of it's an amazing song it has more of like a a like obviously- it's a little it's like almost metal in in like that kind of ballady way to me yeah, it's like so metal rock like 80s that's glam what it yeah. is
1: it's 80s metal rock that's how that's how i have it tagged in my itunes library yeah.
0: metal it rock de- <laughs> it, it, it definitely fits with like dio and yeah. shit like that like you you can easily add this to like a dio playlist and you'd be like all right this makes sense they kind of go well together but uh the song's opening it features a bunch of like ambient sounds of wind and like a gentle gu- uh, guitar chord, which to me sounds very Halloween-y. It, it's almost like one of those old sound effect Halloween albums. And I love mm-hmm. like metal songs that kind of start that way with just like these effects, like these sound effects, these creepy effects. Um, I, also, I also feel like this song, I've always felt this way about this song, would be perfect in an 80s horror film of some kind, sure. which it isn't. Like, you could see it being the end credits or the opening credits or in a scene. Like, it definitely fits that aesthetic to me. Something along the lines of, like... And we've mentioned it, even though we haven't... We've probably mentioned this song twice, at least. But, uh, what is it? Desperate to, to, to yeah, Survive it's a, by Yeah, It's, on, it's like,
1: on par with that. It's adjacent
0: yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah, Even though it's... Again, technically, it's not on any soundtracks. Uh, but the lyrics themselves... And I have some here and I'll, and I'll read them because that's kind of been my thing when we do these episodes. Um, even the lyrics are kind of, you know, dark. They have some dark undertones. I'll, I'll hit you with a few, Dave, here. So here are, here are two of them. They had me screaming and alone in the night. I'm beginning to see what's wrong and what is right. The other one is, the wolves were out and howling most of the time and I was cold and shivering and bleeding in the night. So... Again, it it it's got a lot of like horror, spooky, dark lyrics and undertones, and to me, it it fits very well with Halloween. I, I do want to point out the cover art on this single. Now, the 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 album itself has an amazing uh, cover art. It's like a chrome skull and crossbones. I know you recently just found it on vinyl, correct? Because mm-hmm. you yep. had sent me a picture. The I'll whole album the story about that. is fucking. Yeah. Yeah, the whole album is fucking great, but the single uh release of just the single on on vinyl and cassette is the is like a picture of this bald vampire monster thing. It's pretty dope, like it's black and white, it looks like it's hand I have to drawn. Look that up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's like it has like sharp teeth, almost like Nosferatu kind of in a way, but a little more menacing. And, and I want to point this out, you know, too. The, the, the music video is kind of awesome. There is a music video to this song. Didn't know that. <laughs> Dude, watch it. Basically, it's like the, done, band is, the band is all chained up. And like prisoners in like this medieval Mad Max type situation. And there's like executioners holding coffins. Super cinematic in like an 80s way. Super yeah. cheesy. At one point, the singer is like half naked. With like chains and shit and like a G naturally. String. but like naturally. W- w- I wouldn't expect any less, you know what I mean, <laughs> from an eighties yeah. fucking metal rock band. But yeah, what what's the story with you recently so, finding the uh, the vinyl? So so coincidentally enough, Louis had
1: sent me his picks for this playlist, and this is usually what we do. We'll we'll go over, you know, we'll listen to each other's picks or you know at least listen to them a little bit. Just to get a get a feel. In case we haven't heard them. I, I'll be very honest. I've never listened to Crocus. Up until I'm you surprised. sent me that song. Never. So. And that and that's a band I've always. Like, oh, I should maybe check that out one day. And I never did. So yeah. that cover alone is definitely uh, enticing oh. for me. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Okay. So then I listened to it. And I was like, all right. I don't know why I've waited so long to listen to this. That song <laughs> is fucking really good. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. I know I've mentioned this before. My girlfriend lives in Pennsylvania. So we decided to go to Quaker town to what is called Q Mart, which is basically a flea market. Um, it's similar to the one that's over by me that we've gone to, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot more like homegrown. Um, okay. So there is a record store in there and it's a lot of old shit. uh, A lot of cassettes. I got a couple of cool cassettes. I actually got the expose album on cassette for a dollar. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually own, now I own both on record. I had it on record and I have it on tape. Um, Damn, you got so, it all. Yeah, so I'm looking through, I'm looking through, you know, like the regular, just I guess like pop rock section, if you will. And I'm yeah. digging, I'm digging, and I see that Crocus album. Really clean copy, 11 bucks. I was like, and I sent you a picture amazing. of it. And I'm like, here it is. So I fucking bought oh, it. The record is so clean. What a great buy and uh that's a steal dude 11 bucks that's great yep Yep. and also the back i don't know if you've ever seen the back of the record no i haven't it's got all the like all the band members and half their faces are like like it looks like it's like x-rayed with skulls like so it's like (laughs) half their face great and they're like screaming it's it's really cool i'll take
0: a picture of it so you can post it on the instagram but um dude take a picture of that that sounds fucking dope
1: yep so yeah (laughs) So I, I added that to my arsenal of records, which is pretty fucking big.
0: So, yeah. So, what's your next pick, Dave?
1: Okay, my next pick is probably my most listened to song of 2021. And it fits into this playlist immaculately. This is yet another band, just like Crocus, I have never listened to. And I've heard them before. I've heard mm-hmm. the name before. And I was like, okay. And then again, never checked them out. Really yeah. glad I did this time. So this is by the band The Sound. The song is called New Dark Age from the album From the Lion's Mouth, which was released sometime in November in 1988. I couldn't find the exact date. It had a few different dates, I think, but I'm just going to say November of 88. So I first found out about the sound from a podcast that the singer of Softkill, also like this poppy post-punk group, if you want to call them that, uh, Tobias Grave was on And he was just going on about Adrian Borland Who is the singer uh, And his band The Sound While I was listening I made sure to remember the album And look it up This post-punk iteration is so good Not exactly similar to the Chameleons But it's adjacent And like I said this is my most listened to Song of 2021 like, even, like, even Sheila and I Will like go back and forth <laughs> with it sometimes And yeah. we'll sing the songs And we'll like hum the melodies of the song it's it's fun. So I mean the screeching guitars, the rising synth lead, the twangy sparse leads, I can picture a crew of kids in dusters and ski masks going out for a <laughs> night of mayhem with this yeah. song as the soundtrack. It's a really great song.
0: I uh, it's funny that you mentioned like Softkill. Like now that like I've listened to this song and I've heard of The Sound, I don't think I've ever listened to them enough, but like now that you mentioned like Softkill, I could see how they this band might have been an influence. hugely on them. Influenced totally. on them? Abso- absolutely. And by the oh, way, this 100%. album is impossible
1: to find. Like physically, it's impossible to find.
0: Oh, really? It's that yeah. deep of a cut? Wow. Yeah, I have to check yeah.
1: Discogs again. I'm always on Discogs, but I'm usually just yeah. buying hardcore and punk records. But uh, this is like if I were to, if I were to gauge a price, if this record was on there, I would just say probably, probably in the two hundred dollar range. Yeah, it's
0: probably a really pricey one. Yeah. But yeah, that's that that is that is cool about the the soft kill connection because I love soft kill. I know I know you do too. Yep. So yeah, that hearing because I did listen to this song as well. It's totally an influence again, it's like like post punk, either more contemporary stuff and the old stuff. It's got a specific sound. So a lot of these post punk bands like that are coming out today or whatever pop-punk, pop-punk, pop punk, not pop punk, pop poppy. Like post punky type bands, like like Soft Kill, and there's a bunch of what is it Choir Boys, kind of. Yeah, in they're that all like, like I always just say adjacent. Yeah.
1: They're all post punk adjacent, yeah, Indie, like post punk. Whatever that you want to yeah, call it. Yeah,
0: you can totally see like the influences, like all these bands, because you automatically think of bands like The Cure and shit like that. But a lot of them try to go more deep cut with their influences because everyone likes the fucking Cure, I guess you know. But yeah. uh, that's definitely yeah. a good song. That's definitely a deep cut, and and I'm sure. Now that you tell me, I'm like, wow, I'm curious how much that album would cost if you can find the record like I I'm gonna look it up and and the whole I'm album curious. is great the whole yeah, it album is. is good I listen to it it is good definitely uh listen to this track and the album because that's it's I feel yes. like every every song we're picking for the most part uh on this playlist all of them that are on albums are uh you got i mean g- the gotta album listen to is the whole good. album I mean. I like, personally the song is awesome, listen to right
1: I listen to albums, that's how I listen to music I I can't listen listen. if a band puts out a single, that's one thing but I just can't listen to a single song unless it's the only good song the band has I have to take in an entire album that's the way I listen to music, it's the way I digest it I have to hear the whole album
0: So my second pick is the song That Death Cannot Touch You by the band The Black Queen. And this is from their 2016 album Fever Daydream, which is an amazing title. (laughs) Fever Daydream. Mm -hmm. It's also their debut. It's it's the band's debut album. Uh, Fun fact, the singer of this band, and he's basically the founder of it, is Greg? I'm probably gonna butcher his last name. Greg Pusciato, Pusciato, Pucci, something like Pucciado, that. Pusciato. Yeah. Who's he's the he was he's the singer of Dillinger Escape Plan, which I'm yep. also a huge fan of. I love Dillinger Escape Plan. Eh, um, I don't love him. I know you. I know you. I know you. I know you're not a big fan of uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. I've always I've always enjoyed their stuff. Um, this is drastically different. It's like from it's like Dillinger pop, Escape it's like pop Plan. Pop R and B stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely. <laughs> A different, the, the original like creation of the black queen, from what I read, it was basically like a side project, super group type deal. I believe some of the other members, I think one of the guys was like an X nine inch nails guy, which you could definitely hear the influence. Sure. Um, but now that Dillinger escape Plan's basically done. Like they broke up or are on like indefinite hiatus. They're not together anymore. This is kind of like his full-time thing. I believe, and Greg, he's done like different, he has like different projects, I think he even has a band with like Max Cavalera and shit, so the dude's all over the place, but this is probably my favorite thing he's currently doing, Uh, but the song has got a very kind of dark industrial, kind of dark wave, gothy sound. Yeah, uh, the, best way I, yeah, the best way I could describe this band and their music, it's almost like if like early depeche mode, very early Depeche mode, like black like black celebration depeche mode. Great if they album. were mixed with Nine Inch Nails, like early like Nine Inch Nails, like yeah. Pretty Hate Machine Nine Inch Nails, like that era of Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. So if those two bands during those respective eras had a baby, that's the Black Queen. That's like how I would describe. And-
1: when I band. listened to the song, I actually added it to my ongoing playlist that I update regularly. So yes. I, I definitely liked it a lot. I remember when that album came out; it was uh, yeah.
0: people made a big deal about that. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. from beginning to end, the whole album's fucking fire. Yeah, the it's whole good thing. I remember when it came out; it it like because Dillinger Escape Plan was still around in 2016, and people were like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, they put out that of, album. Yeah, and there were people yeah. were like, "All right," and then like, if you're not into like. Dark wave, gothy sounding, industrial shit. You're not gonna like this. Like Dillinger Escape Plan, crowd, or like people that are listening to that for the most part. Like probably are not gonna be too into shit. this. Yeah, yeah. Even, even though Dillinger Escape Plan later on did add elements of industrial. Oh, no, they're they're a very talented music, band. Yeah. yeah. Listen, oh, for sure. I, I lied. I do like
1: one of their albums. I have it on wax. Yeah.
0: Miss Machine. That is a good album. Oh, it's amazing, dude. And they put on one of the fucking like Dillinger escape plan. I know we're deviating from the black queen, but dude, Dillinger escape plan put on one of the fucking most intense chaotic shows. I don't know if you've ever seen them live, dude. People have gotten stitches. have gotten fucked up. I remember going to see, I remember going to see Deftones in like 2000 and I think 13 or 14 and Dillinger escape plan opened for fucking Deftones, dude you saw people crying in the fucking pit because I don't think they were ready for what was going to happen. So it was pretty funny. Cause I was like, towards the back, I was like, fuck that. I don't, I, I, cause I already know I've seen Zillinger escape plan play several times in like small venues. And I was like, you know what? I'm a fucking hang out back here. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't fuck with that shit. Not you anymore. Are, At that point, I was anymore. already like in my mid to late twenties. I was like, I'm fucking not, not doing that. Um, But yeah, the Black Queen, it's just a great song. Uh, The lyrics as well, because again, lyrics have been my thing when it comes to, you know, these these songs I'm picking for the most part. They're very dark, just like the Crocus song. You know, like this is, I wrote down one lyric as well, dragging pain across the floor. I know uh, hell's where you've been, but death can't touch you anymore, which is basically the chorus of the song. Almost, I, I get like Hellraiser type vibes from this track. That's just me. Like okay. I kind of get that like okay. like just like, you know, I get those vibes from the song, and this song would 100 percent play at like a Goth Halloween party. like I love it. 100 I it a lot. 100 like I've been to goth clubs, like I, I don't go as much as I used to back in the day, but like I went to one a few years ago, and they were playing this shit. they were playing like drab majesty and shit like like all this stuff. And they all these bands sound different because they, you know, you and I like a lot of this. You know, we like a lot of the when it comes to this type of music, we like a lot of the same shit. And like this, these like newer post-punk, industrial, gothy, whatever they want to call themselves bands Because there's a hundred fucking names that they want to say that they are indie bands, whatever. They just like they really capture that fucking like that atmosphere and that feeling. And I think that's why you and I always pick one or two or three songs or four songs every year, you know, whenever we do these these mixtapes because it just fits Halloween. Yeah. So much. And and even going back to like a movie that we had that we've mentioned the guest, that soundtrack has post-punk songs on it because mm-hmm. it just fits Halloween. So like that's that's basically why I chose this song. It would if I had the budget in one of my own films, I'd I'd get the licensing to use this song to in a scene this? or yeah, something cool. because it would yeah, it just It just makes me feel a certain way, and I think it would really work in some sort of scene in a movie of mine. That's it. It fucking rules.
1: Yeah, agreed. My third pick is from a band group called Iron Curtain. The song is called "The Condos" and it's from the album, which I think is just a compilation called "Desertion" (1982 to 1988). Mm-hmm. Um, it was later released on CD and vinyl, and this has a few release dates too. I couldn't exactly pin them down, but a lot, a lot of the, like the CD releases were saying 2007, so it mm-hmm. is newly, uh, newly. I use that term loosely, but. Um, <laughs> It was, it was released like a few years ago, 13 years mm-hmm. ago, I guess. No, 14 years ago. Um, so, once again, I found out about this band through the same podcast I'd interviewed Tobias Grape. Uh, this mm. cold wave synth pop hits a lot of points for me musically. It's simple but effective beat coupled with the echoing and warbled synths, the singer's ghostly voice. It's a big mood and one that is perfect for a late Halloween evening with the love of your <laughs> life passing through the graveyard on your way home from the Halloween dance. I'm
0: sure we could there throw that is. into, into <laughs> this scenario somewhere. So, for sure. 100%. Yeah,
1: and I'll be honest with you, this song has been in my head all fucking day
0: today. Oh, all right. Okay. I, I, I listened to this track. I do want to listen to the whole album. I didn't get a chance to. Some of the um, songs were familiar. With me.
1: Hey, yeah, i wasn't I, familiar this with this is these another guys. deep cut it's another deep yeah. cut like i said i uh tobias gray from soft kill was talking about it so these are the two things i was like okay i gotta check these out
0: and i'm glad yeah, i did. I had never heard of these guys the sound the previous your previous pick i had heard of them yeah i never heard of these guys and i've got to listen to the whole album because the one single is a it's a dope track so i've got yeah. to uh and i totally see your uh spooky love vibes you're going for mm-hmm. there but the, the, i totally see it the romp love through the graveyard those those spooky love vibes that's sure. a fucking uh album title right there spooky, spooky love spooky vibes. that's right <laughs> cheesy as hell oh cringe <laughs> cringe cringy yep you know you know someone someone Oh, for sure. Someone's going to fucking use that spooky. Oh, yeah. Some fucking like, uh, what is it? Uh, like the uh, uh, SoundCloud, some SoundCloud, SoundCloud rapper or some shit. Spooky Love Vibes. They're going to title their fucking album that. Sure. <laughs> or they maybe they already have. That's so. gotta be. We'll have
1: to look it up. Spooky Love Vibes. We'll I'm sure it's an album it by somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Louie, what is third on your playlist slash mixtape for us today?
0: So my next pick is a score because I okay. did pick one last year and I wanted to pick another one this year. Um, last year, I think I went with a John Carpenter track from the film Christine and I didn't want to pick another John Carpenter song because that would be kind of repetitive, but I went with the track, the dead walk by John Harrison from the 1985 film day of the dead directed it's by the great perfect. George Romero. Of the course. the score is
1: Perfect. That score is oh, absolutely perfect.
0: It's it's fucking amazing. Uh, it was composed again by I don't know if I said that, but it's it's composed by John Harrison, yep. who also composed Creepshow, yep, and the Tales from the Dark Side TV show. He 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 like scored the I don't know if he scored that like infamous intro music from Tales from the Dark Side. You know that really creepy mm-hmm. tune, the little jingle or whatever the fuck it is, yep. and the intro music. I don't know if that was him, but I read online that he scored aspects like some pieces for that show um the song the dead walk is just like a super groovy type the whole score is super like upbeat surprisingly for like a zombie movie like it it was the mid 80s but like you could definitely bop to this shit like you could yeah this song specifically yes yeah like you could like it the whole set but the whole soundtrack kind of has that Feel. not everything is as upbeat or as like like you're not able to kind of like groove to the shit but like this song specifically has that and some of the other tracks on the uh on the uh the rest of the soundtrack do as well you know it's just a great song great score john harrison i think all the shit he's scored is fucking yeah, he's very great good. he's very good at it uh he's very good at scoring things he's also a director did you know that I and he's acted that. Yeah, he's been in a couple of uh, George Romero's films. I think he has, like, small roles. I think he was in, like, right. that one, Night Riders. You ever watch Night Riders?
1: I know he like, is. Midi- I've never seen it, Like, though. the midi.
0: It's a great movie. Yeah. The medieval motorcycle dudes. That yeah. shit's crazy. I, th- I think he pops up in, like, Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead. And he actually directed, I believe, somewhat, like, more recently, the Creepshow TV show. I think he oh, okay. directed an episode. I haven't two, watched any of that. Yeah, I read. I think I read that online that he directed an episode or two. So the dude's still working today. I don't think he's scoring stuff as much. I might be wrong, but if 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 there's one if there's one piece of music from a film that I think is danceable, one hundred percent is definitely the Dead Walk. One. Definitely. <laughs> Real quick, Dave, out of the mm-hmm. entire Dead series, which one's your favorite?
1: Oh, probably. Hmm. I honestly, if I could be very honest here, two—I'm uh, sorry—two, Day of the Dead, I'm sorry, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead are actually tied for me. I like them both yeah. equally.
0: Yeah, it's that—it's a—I love all three. I love Night, Dawn, and Day. No, like, they're love, all great, but I can—they're all good.
1: I, one, I don't need to watch all the time. Two and three, I can, yeah. If they are on. I'll watch them. They're very good. Yeah,
0: I think I'm on the—I think I'm with you. It's t- yeah, it's, they're both it's a tough tied because. Dawn, Dawn, just the acting and just the overall story of them being in the mall trying to survive. There's bare, there's not a lot of characters in the film technically. Yep. only I mean, know, really, there's not that. a lot yeah. in Day of the Dead either. No, there aren't either. Yeah, but like, but then Day has such great like the zombie effects in Dawn are good, but the effects in Day are fucking like flawless. Like Tom yeah. Savini fucking killed mm-hmm. it in Day of the Dead. So. That's a, that's a tough one. I'm with you. Dawn and Day are tied. And you guys should definitely listen to The Dead Walk. So the So quickly is
1: <laughs> about John Harrison. So I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, I remember either reading an interview or seeing something on some supplemental DVD or Blu-ray yeah. that John Harrison, when he was scoring Day of the Dead, he was literally in another room on set. With the movie, you know, when they were shooting the movie, (laughs) and he would record stuff, and then he would he would, you know, come back down and say, "Hey, George, check, tell me if this is good." Don't quote me on that, but I mean, it popped (laughs) in my head, so I'm pretty sure that was the thing.
0: That's sick, dude. Imagine he's in the other room with like a little synth. That's what he was doing. (laughs) Exactly what he was doing. Watching, watching zombies get fucking slaughtered and like ripping people apart, and he's just writing music to it. That's. That's yeah. a visual I wish I, I I really hope there's like behind the scenes like shots like footage or pictures of that. I'm gonna have to look that up because if that's true, that's fucking yeah, that's like perfect. It's awesome. <laughs>
1: So, this is a special one for me. My fourth pick is by Alan Hawkshaw, which is the song Strange Lands from a collection called KPM 1000 series The Road Forward, which was released in 1977. So, a quick note KPM is a huge library of music recordings specifically produced for use in television, film, radio, etc. So basically, it's music that people. You could like, you, I, I, it's library music. Like, I, I, yeah. I might be butchering this, but you have these companies that have these huge, mm-hmm. like, vaults of music, that could be used for all this kind of thing. So that's what this is from. I first heard this song, but through a hip hop song, a track by an artist named Access Immortal. So, when I was trying to find the sample for this, because I was like, yo, this is amazing. <laughs> I found the person that produced the song. Mm-hmm. I, I This was on MySpace. Mm. I messaged him on MySpace. Yeah, Throwback. This was a long time ago. <laughs> the producer wouldn't tell me what the song was. Because mm. I guess they thought I wanted to find out the sample. What Which is, I understand that. That is a thing with producers. But also, like... Yeah. How many fucking songs have been sampled by the same person? It's almost like, come on. But whatever. Yeah. I found out who it was. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> what a dick.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, no, 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 no. you know what? I get it. I get no, no, it. No, no, but... no. The guy, the I I'm pretty sure it's a dude. He actually sent me the instrumental.
0: Oh, okay. He goes, "I'll send you so the he's instrumental," not a dick. which is cool, I right, take it back. Exactly. I take, right, exactly. I take back so, I take the dick the dick comment right. back. <laughs> so,
1: this piece is a real tone setter. And it sounds like a person in a cloak in a castle is playing it. It's so (laughs) eerie and majestic. It's very atmospheric. Uh, Let me play you another scenario. Your best (laughs) friend is moving to a new city and they are moving away on Halloween. This is the song that plays while your friend is leaving on Halloween. (laughs) Super sad. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) And also, a real, this is another side note. This piece of music specifically is a pretty big inspiration on my sound. It's very, uh, I, honestly, when I when I think about it, I think of like dark greens and castles and like yeah. just fucking mist everywhere. It, it it's 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 like I said, it's a very it's a very uh,
0: mood, very moody piece. It it does sound a little John Carpenter esque two a little like you could like a little you don't think so and they're around the same time which is funny enough
1: i, I mean I, I,
0: if obviously if john carpenter me. sounds like john carpenter i'm not trying right. to say they sound identical but if i played this for someone and didn't tell them like what is this i feel like just like if i just some random person hey what does this sound like to you and they're familiar with like john carpenter or whatever I could see them being like, okay, I, I kind of, oh, is this from a horror film or from? Because it kind of has that feel a little. I'm not saying full blown because it doesn't, but just a tiny bit. I could kind of see it's definitely of the time when it comes to this type of music. I don't know sure. if you get that or not. You know, yeah, obviously, you know, like when you think of like Halloween, that's all like a piano, and I think like Assault on Precinct Thirteen's a, a very early version of like a synthesizer. But you kind of get that vibe a little from this i think you know uh,
1: th- this is i, I could see what you're saying with the john carpenter mm-hmm. comparison this is not downplaying on john carpenter because what yeah. john carpenter does is fucking great and again he's yeah, another big sure. inspiration for me yeah, yeah but you've said it before this piece of music specifically is more dynamic sounding than his work yeah it, it, there's mm-hmm. more going on there's there's more there, you know, there's more tonally going on. It's it's not as simple, and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with simple. If you could take something simple and make it sound great, that's a fucking that's a great sure. formula. But to I me, totally this is a little more dynamic than uh, any of John Carpenter's work. So
0: that's where that's why I'm that. like,
1: yeah, I don't know about John, but I could see why you would think too. So I, I told just a
0: compare, just yeah, like I some of it. I yeah. I could definitely I, I there's more layers to this piece of music. Right than john carpenter because again if you listen to john carpenter's very early stuff because john carpenter's shit now is bananas he's got like fucking a full band his son a guitar drum. he's got like a whole fucking thing but like you you take again the assault on precinct 13 uh sound like score that that piece of music i agree very simple this is this is this has got more layers but i think if i let someone like hey check this out they'd be like Oh, I can kinda see I get the comparison like you said, you know.
1: So if I could be very honest with you, Mm -hmm. the new John Carpenter shit I don't care for.
0: Yeah, I know you're not a big fan. I do not care for it at all. (laughs) Damn. Hopefully you don't get any uh, get any heat for that, Dave.
1: That's fine.
0: So my fourth pick is a little different because I don't think either one of us have picked a like hip-hop rap song for yeah, I Halloween. Don't, I don't know if we
1: have. I have to look at the old
0: one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I don't, I don't believe we have. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to change it up, throw something a little different in there this I, year. I like it. <laughs> and this is the track Graveyard by the group Danger Incorporated. Uh, it's also featuring a guy by the name of Young Ghoul, which, come on, that sounds Perfect. super, super Halloween-y. My dude's yep. name is Young Ghoul. Um, they're an Atlanta-based hip-hop duo or rap duo. You know, they're, I, I don't know what you would call this type of music. It's, it's, it's obviously hip-hop influence. It's what would you call it? Kind of like that whole SoundCloud kind of. Yeah, cool
1: hip Listen, yeah, I, I have this EP in my iTunes library because I use. Listen, I use both Spotify and yeah. Apple. Um, usually, anything physical I buy, I usually mm-hmm. keep the music on my phone. I have a very weird, very very <laughs> particular process of how I uh, consume the music that I do. So usually with <laughs> albums that I'm like, oh, I want to check this out, or albums like I don't need to own. I usually yeah. use Spotify and I'll just save them to my library, but mm-hmm. I do have this in my iTunes library and I just have it tagged as hip hop. So,
0: yeah, it's that that's what I that's what it sounds like to me. Right. I don't know what the I don't know what the the, the, the kids are uh, calling it, indie, the younger people. <laughs> hip hop, I don't know. <laughs> it's hip hop to me, but it's from their 2016 album Are You Afraid of the Danger Boys, which obviously, come on. What <laughs> you, we all know what their Parroting. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, yeah. Come on, that's one hundred percent what they're parroting now. Danger Incorporated. If I if I remember correctly, is from Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's from an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps. I have to look this up. I'm I'm pretty sure it's from one of the shows. Okay. It's it's obviously not an episode you and I are attached to. But I am about 99% sure, and maybe someone will correct us, Danger Incorporated is a group in one of the episodes from one of the two shows. Because the group Danger Incorporated do reference Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark several times in this album. Which I love. (laughs) Me too. It's fucking great. I do want to point out their names because I get a kick out of the two, like the duo. Their names: the, the one dude's the one dude's name is Louis Duffelbags, and the other dude is Gooflord. <laughs> so I just thought, I love it. I just love like the two names that these guys came up with. Um, the, uh, I do want to point out also the album cover is fucking great. It's literally the two of them. And they're, like, just standing there. And in between them is, like, this figure in, like, a black cloak. You can't see its face. And they're they're in a cemetery. Yeah, it's it's really fucking cool. I think so. They're either in a cemetery or, like, an industrial-type area that's, like, abandoned or something. And they're just standing there. And I think Louis Duffelbags actually has, like, a vintage Goosebumps hat on. So it's just funny. Like, again referencing these shows that sure. we love. And I, and I believe these dudes are younger than us by several years. I think so too. So I get a kick out of the fact that even people, you know, in like their mid twenties currently are fans of both. Are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps and how it influences them in some way. Yeah. So I just love that. I think that's fucking dope, you know?
1: Yeah. It's a good track so, uh, too.
0: Oh, it's fucking dope. The, the song itself has like a really, uh, almost dreamlike, spooky kind of beat to it like Absolutely. very drony, very mm-hmm. slow i fucking love it like the flow between the three guys is fucking great some of some of the references sprinkled throughout i, I sprinkled throughout the, the track i will admit involve like fucking drugs and shit and like sex with girls okay. and women <laughs> but there are a couple of lines there's actually one line that fucking makes me laugh. And I don't, even, I don't even know if you know it. I'm about to say it right now. Please do. And Hopefully, hopefully, I don't offend anyone. But, but the line goes like this. And I just think this shit is funny because it, it does go back to Halloween. Mm-hmm. And the line is this. I'll fuck your girl. Halloween town. You know that shit's spooky. Who's got the dro? I'm at home watching Disney original movies. Ha ha ha. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> yes. so juvenile it is i just love how it's they so reference stupid. in that in that one halloween line town. they reference halloween town dro which is fucking weed yep. smoking a fucking a blunt or whatever and then disney original movies which which i'm guessing are still a thing but now they're on disney plus which is funny so yeah. we watch disney <laughs> original movies uh the fucking disney channel original movies which yo i love Town. yeah And Halloween Town's fucking awesome. Uh, There's also another uh, line here that goes, we we scary like villains, the graveyard we fill in. I'm straight with the ignorance, I'm ghost. So it's just, I do like the wordplay and how they're kind of using spooky shit to reference other shit. I also think
1: they're being juvenile on purpose.
0: Oh, for sure. Dude, this whole album... There's another song on it where he's just talking about having sex with a girl on a bathroom floor in like a Wendy's or some shit. It's fucking It's ridiculous. There's actually a there's actually another line on another track. I forget what it is. The line is literally, you give me goosebumps like R.L. Stein, referencing like meeting a girl just and like getting right like getting no. the feels. It's corny, but like. When you listen to it in the flow, the delivery makes it not corny. It's kind yeah, of it. like these these kids are good at producing songs. And the instrumental's like, not bad is not corny either. No. So so like yeah. I just like how they're able to like reference these nostalgic things and throw it into a song and it works. And even though it can be a little cringy because some of the shit again I'll fuck your girl halloween town you know that shit spooky is kind of, kind of fucking misogynistic so or kind dumb. of you know just kind of the shitty the shitty saying but again i'm 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 talking about it, it as a song 100% fits on a halloween it. playlist yeah, 100% and i feel like there aren't many hip hop songs that I, I i like there aren't a lot of songs like in pop culture, like th- this is a deep cut song. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure a lot of people that listen to us have Almost no clue. Almost all of who- this is deep yeah. cut. Yeah, all of this is deep cut. But I'm pretty sure most of the people that listen to our show have no clue who the hell Danger Incorporated is. I'm right. pretty sure. We'll so say. like, you know, it- when you think of like Halloween hip hop songs, people always think of like corny shit like Nightmare on On My Street with Will Smith, which the song is corny as hell, and I get why people like it. It's a Nightmare on Elm Street hip-hop song from the 80s, and I don't hate that song. I'm not making fun of it. I actually own a 7-inch of it from the 80s, like, because it's it's a nostalgic Halloween song. I remember it when I was a kid, but I just like how people are producing songs now, like hip-hop songs, that fit the same type of, you know, aesthetic of, like, Halloween and nostalgia and that whole that whole world. And, again, I love this song. I love Danger Incorporated. I, like, love all their shit. I'm not going to front. They just released a single that fucking sucked. So okay. I don't know what's going on with them, but, like, <laughs> this album and the album before and after, Flames. Fucking, I okay. love it. I, we both listen to hip-hop, so. And we like shit like this, too, so. I thought I thought we had to add it to yeah. it needed to be added to our Halloween mixtape. So I'm with it. Danger Incorporated Graveyard. Don't fall asleep to dream.
1: All right, Lou. So you're gonna give us your last pick because I want to close out the show with my last pick because I think it fits into the scenario pretty decently. At least, at least an alter, an alternate, uh, <laughs> an alternate plan in the scenario.
0: I can't wait to hear it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so my fifth pick and final pick is the track "I'm Awake Now" Ugh. by the Google Dolls. So good. <laughs> It's from the Freddy's Dead, the final so, nightmare so soundtrack good. from 1990, 1991. So disclaimer, I am not a fucking Google dolls fan at all. But this song oh, a, it's, fucking it's great. Great. a fucking banger. a Fucking banger. I, I never, i gonna be honest. I've never listened to the, they have that one stupid, really popular song that was in that Nick, Nick Cage movie with City of Angels. I forget the name of the song i don't it's not really i don't popular know song. you when, know it if you hear it you'll when, fucking know it
1: when i showed this song to sheila sheila yeah. was like i showed her the video for the it because the videos the video is amazing yeah. for this song too. oh it's fucking perfect yeah she was like they were on a freddy's the freddy's dead soundtrack <laughs> yeah. i'm like yeah she goes they were around for that and i'm like yeah <laughs> but she was like completely Dude. like baffled that they were on a, on a horror movie uh ska- soundtrack and i was like yeah, yeah and this song's a fucking heater
0: heater it's fucking amazing it's crazy because when you think of the google dolls you think like late 90s like again that really shitty i don't even know the song cuz it's so fucking corny and bad but like this is 91 so this is when the google dolls were fucking i'm, I'm assuming cuz again i've never listened to the google dolls like religiously, only this one song. I'm See, guessing this is when they were like musically fucking killing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it's again a great song. It just being a part of Freddy's Dead makes it better. The movie itself opens with this song. It's, Do you remember uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a like I think opening. the opening song. Yeah? yeah. And it's fucking awesome, super catchy it fits the subject matter of like Freddie and dreams perfectly. Again, I have some lyrics here. Uh, this is, this is what I have. It goes, sleep has helped me find my end. You promised me you'd set me free. Don't fall asleep to dream. It's like again, made for the movie. I'm pretty sure it has to be. Yeah. And, and this is going to, and this is going to be a, 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 this is going to be a controversial thing. I'm about to say, here we this go. Is, I think, I think we, I might, I might take some heat for this one. I think this is a better song than dream warriors and everyone loves fucking dream warriors. I don't uh, hate dream warriors, yeah. but I think this song I, 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 it's it to me. They're on, they're both on par. I think they're both equal. I love dream warriors. Don't get me wrong. And I even like into the fire, which is also on the nightmare on Elm street three soundtrack. That's a fucking great song too. From docking. That whole album is great. I think oh, it's called. Tooth it is and I agree.
1: Yeah. Very good. Oh yeah, there's there's another
0: song on that album that I forget what it is, and maybe I'll add it to a future uh, Halloween mixtape when we do it again next year. But there's another song on that album, Tooth and Nail, that sounds like it belongs in a Nightmare on Elm Street too, it. and it's not. But yeah, this song, I I think I I think I like this song more. I don't know why. It's, it's a good just as good song. at least. Listen, like, listen. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, I I would say it's just
0: as good. So. I don't I don't know if uh, people are gonna be like, damn Louie, you're wrong. <laughs> Dream Warriors is better, but I don't
1: think people again, there, I think there's people that don't know this song.
0: Yeah, and this soundtrack actually has a uh, Iggy pop song on it too, that's pretty good. I forget what I think it's Freddy's Dead is the name of the song or something like that. I remember that. when this movie so, came out. I remember asking yeah. my mom
1: asking my mom to rent it for me on pay-per-view. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. I think I rented it from a video store in ninety one. I was really young. I, either i rented it i told my mom to rent it or she rented it to watch it it had just come out it was like a new release yeah i i don't hate this movie i know a lot of people don't no, it's like fun. it. it's fun it's fun i i enjoy it it's silly this is the one where like he kills the dude with like the earpiece and his head blows up right and he 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 sends the one dude into the video game and like he's like yeah i got a, like, I got a power glove and shit it's like, a fun movie roseanne always, Barr, tom arnold yeah. uh, tom arnold are in it
1: it's it's awesome yeah
0: Johnny Depp pops up, I think, in it for like a hot second in the TV. It's like his remember oh, when the kids yeah, watching yeah, TV, yeah. like this is yep. your brain on drugs or some shit, and that, Freddie hits it. Brecken Meyer. The dude yes, in the video game yes. is Brecken Meyer. Yeah, it's a good movie. I like Freddie's Dead. It's it's cheesy, but it's a fucking nightmare on Elm Street movie. They're all goddamn cheesy. People yeah. gotta st- I feel like people are too goddamn hard on some of these later sequels to movies. They're they're all fucking dumb, but they're all good. They're all fun to watch. And
1: and also I know we're going we're going off on a tangent right here. But the, I love the, like, the, the reel that they play at the end of the
0: movie of, like, all <laughs> of yeah. Freddy's, like, moments and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. I, I love Freddy's Dead. And, and if you haven't listened to this song, because I don't see many horror fans, Freddy fans, ever reference this track. I never see it. You're the only other person I know that likes this song and is so, much. I think I know one other person, maybe.
1: I could tell you who showed me this song. Who? And you've met him before, I'm pretty sure at least once. My buddy Nikos, shout out to yeah, Nikos, yeah, I've who's, met him. who's holding it down in Texas for us. He's uh, <laughs> he's the
0: one that put me on to this song. It's a fucking banger. It's a heater. If you've it never is. listened to this and you're like, oh, the Google Dolls, and I totally no. respect that, and I get it. Don't worry. No. Don't worry. Listen to this song. Better yet, watch the music video because mm-hmm. Freddie's in it. The band's there watching like a movie in the movie. They're watching Freddie's Dead yeah. in a movie theater, and like Freddie's lurking through the theater and shit, like after them. It's fucking. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's great. And, it's a and, great track. And, and just one
1: more, one more little thing about uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. The singer in the video. <laughs> especially looks like he's in a, a, a bay area thrash band he's got ripped jeans oh, sure. and night, white nikes <laughs> and a white t-shirt like he looks like he's in a thrash band
0: he's got like that feathery hair that fucking yeah, soft mane. Fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 yeah. yo this is when google dolls were fucking the shit man yep. fucking google dolls what happened bro yep. what happened to you guys <laughs> it's okay we got this song it's enough
1: This is the final pick This fits into Louis's little scenario I feel at least Adjacently, I use that word a lot But it it does fit (laughs) into This could be an alternate ending For the scenario that he created So here we go So my fifth and final pick For our playlist slash mixtape Is by an artist Named So it's spelt with five O's yeah. And it's once one lowercase o, one uppercase o, then a lowercase o, <laughs> and then two uppercase o's. But it's pronounced "o," <laughs> which I love. I love that. Oh, I love that. Well. They, that's how I used to pronounce it, but that is not how yeah. it's pronounced. It's just pronounced yeah. "o," which is great. That I love that somebody yeah. put the time and effort to actually do that, and just <laughs> it's great. So. It's by an artist named O The song is called See you S-E-A-W-W That's mm-hmm. how I'm pronouncing it See <laughs> If that's how it's pronounced And it is from a split With a, with another So O is kind of adjacent To like Vaporwave And like Witch House yeah. and stuff And this is another artist Who he did the split with uh, Which is Whitering Which mm-hmm. is also very good too and yes. this was released. Now, this is like, this is for me. This is one of the most, the more special times in music, especially music that I like. Uh, this was released in March of 2010. So, I remember first finding this through the Mishka Bloglin, rest in peace, because that was like my source for everything mm-hmm. for like fucking six years. Was the Mishka Bloglin? Um, Mishka is a heavy influence on me. All, almost all of my clothes are still yeah. Mishka. I've literally yeah. bought... And, and by the way, for the people that watch the YouTube video, Louie is wearing a Mishka hat right now. So... Yes, I am. Right now, I'm wearing, I'm wearing right. a Mishka
0: hat. So, my <laughs>
1: entire... Like, I used to go to the fucking... I used to go to the warehouse sales all the time the in store. Brooklyn. yeah. I would just you know. buy so much shit. And I literally have so much Mishka gear that I still wear it. And the shit holds up, The shit's great. So... I would go on their blog one, and they were always featuring all this kind of left field stuff at the time. And this was during the stages of the growing witch house and vaporwave scene. That was really kind of like being infused and dominating all kinds of Mm. music for like the, for like the next four years that would follow. So I love all of O's music, especially his album without your love. You should definitely seek that one out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to paint a scene for you so this could fit in. (laughs) with louis scenario here you and your partner are in an old barn your friends and you decided to throw a halloween party in you're dressed as dracula and your love is dressed in a black dress with a veil low-key just a few buds a cemetery set as the decorations and a few bales of hay it's getting late and everyone is ready to go you and your love aren't quite ready to leave yet everyone leaves and you two decide to stay back You watch your friends pile into a firebird and you stare at the plastic skeleton dangling in the wind of the entrance of the barn. There's a light fog rolling through and suddenly you turn around and your love kisses you delicately on your lips and leads you by your hand to sit on a bale of hay. They light three candles and place them on the floor. They lift their veil and look at you so passionately and recite a dance you never knew that was inside of them. You are so entranced by the scene that's playing in front of you that you never want it to end. Your love blows out the candles and grabs your face gently and kisses your lips softly once more and says, let's go home.
0: All right. They got very romantic there at the end, Dave. Okay. I'm about it. I'm about it.
1: (laughs) Please, please, please. When you listen
0: to this song, keep that visual in your head. (laughs) I I, I, I can see it. I can definitely see it. So that that's that's a good that is a good way to end it. That that will be when we finally do get to the mysterious party that Tom <laughs> this is gets the us mysterious party. This end. is the this is the <laughs> mysterious party. It'll be uh, everyone with their significant others in this really romantic setting that you just uh the scenario yep. you just put you just hit us with. So I like that, Dave. I'm feeling it.
1: <laughs> cool. I'm glad you guys are. It's uh it's a really good song. All of Oh Shit is really good. I, yeah, I think he went on to do like... I don't know how to describe it. He's got another project with someone else. I forgot what it's called. It's Nothing Like This. Nah, um, yeah. It's very different. Uh, but this is a product of its time. And it's it's it was a weird time. From 2000... I would say 2010 to about 2015. It was a real special time for music. Especially in my opinion. And... There was lots of cool, interesting things going on, like agree, like yeah. experimental stuff. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of it has been disregarded, or it's been borrowed from and turned into something worse, which makes no sense to me. Because like yeah. the shit today is like like all this mumble stuff, like this mumble rap shit that comes out. is yeah, just I really don't like fucking it. bad. And yeah. You could hear traces of like Witch House and Vaporwave in the production, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a different time. But a time it's, like, that it's like it's I like it's like that uh
0: that dude Salem. is it a dude Salem? It's two. Like, two that's guys. right? There's yep. two guys. Like that's, that's a really guys. influential group, and they barely release music, which is kind of crazy. Well, like, there's it's... so
1: okay. So this is the tangent corner again. <laughs> Um, yeah. if you got, if, if any listeners out there are into like that kind of whole vapor weight, I'm sorry, that whole witch, uh, witch house scene, uh, mm-hmm. Salem is basically like the, the go-to group for that yeah. genre. And they were, they, there's a documentary on YouTube, uh, about Salem and their story is really wild, like really yeah.
0: wild. I have to read that or watch it. Whatever. You have to Check watch it, it. I highly
1: recommend yeah everybody go look up the salem documentary because those that group had like big time opportunities yeah and like it just you know they got caught up in drugs they were they they were legitimately storm chasers for a time like they were going out tornadoes and chasing tornadoes like that's bananas. It, it's a wild fucking they have a wild story i highly recommend anybody check them check that out because it's it's a glimpse into a very enigmatic entity which is salem yeah they released an album last year which was amazing yeah. fucking yeah. amazing and people went off the hook for them when they did yeah. so their longevity is still holding which i'm very happy about
0: Yeah, that's good. I did like that last album too, so. I loved it. I'm all about it. (laughs) I do like how we, our tangent was, we went from talking about O to Salem, but that's what we do here at Haunted Hangover. So that's it. That's, those are our picks. (laughs) Those are our picks, but we are going to have four more in a bonus mini-sode over on our Patreon page. If you haven't uh, joined, definitely go check it out. $3 a month, support Haunted Hangover. And we're gonna be talking about four more tracks that we will be adding to this uh, Halloween mixtape. The Halloween mixtape will be available on Spotify, and we'll be sharing that over on uh, Instagram and Twitter and yep. all the social media. So definitely uh, look at our post because I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure I'll be sharing it a couple of times, and Dave will be sharing it as well. We'll all so be sharing it. Yes. You'll be able to listen to uh, all the songs we picked here today. So yeah, check it out. So that was our 2021 Halloween mixtape. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Haunted Hangover 31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys.